0: I think when our own culture changes around us, then the danger is that we become fearful and defensive and we feel lost in our own culture. I mean, we had a conversation last night with our granddaughter, our 13-year-old granddaughter, just talking about some things she faces in middle school And I just, it was completely mind-blowing, David. I mean, I just sort of think, I don't know, I have no idea how to advise her in this situation. I mean, sort of, yeah, shock that this is coming on, sort of like, you know, quarter of a mile from where I live, you know, half a mile. And the things
1: that she's facing and the questions she's asking are a ministry of power and not just words? Only through relying on the Holy Spirit and seeing Him at work can we hope to be used by God for a powerful ministry in the lives of others. Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. Thank you so much for joining us today. Do you want your life to count in the spiritual lives of others and not merely have them hear our words? This is the third of three podcasts with Mr. Mike Trenier former international president of the Navigators. Mike is our speaker this year at our fall conference to be held October 29th, 2022. How do we address the massive cultural changes that we see in society? Mike shares with us how Paul in 1st Thessalonians is very relevant to our current situation.
0: I do think that um, you know, one of the the really f- motivating places to start, I think, in thinking about that is, is First Thessalonians 1-5. You know, our gospel came to you not only with words, clearly it did come with words, but not only with words, but also with power and with the Holy Spirit and with deep conviction. And you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord. That's such a rich text, and in a way, in, in the first message, I think you know to to look at that and trying to unpack that in the context of of that whole chapter and, and even the early chapter two. But I I think we do long. We we don't want a ministry that lacks power. That's merely words. Yeah. And I, I feel sometimes we. I, you know, I, I I look at you know my own life, and I look at you know the context around me, and, and I visit. I've had the privilege of visiting many navigating ministries around the world in my years in in you know working from the international office here in Colorado Springs, and um, I just I just think there's something about. Going into situations and seeing evidence of the Holy Spirit at work, that mm-hmm. it isn't just things aren't just happening at a human level, but there's a sense of a wind. It's like the difference. I think you know, I, I'm not really a sailor, but I, I, I imagine trying to trying to get a sailing boat to go when there's no wind in the sails,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. and I'm trying to think how do we minister in such a way that our sails catch the wind. I think there are some, some wonderful
1: insights reading and thinking about Paul's ministry. We talked a little bit about culture and the importance of not being adversarial per se mm-hmm. in that relationship. But looking at the culture and the fact that um, uh, there's just a lack of biblical awareness uh, among the broad culture and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, do you have any thoughts on ways to approach that or to... Um, How does that speak to our discipleship today? Yes, yes. No, that's a it's a huge challenge,
0: isn't it? Because I think um, you know, when you enter a culture from outside, you accept sort of where it is, Mm -hmm. and you realize that the burden is on me to learn the language, to understand the culture, to embrace what I can in it, and to make sure that where I try and challenge aspects of culture. I'm not doing so in a sort of critical way, but, you know, in a in a loving, compassionate and, and, and with a genuine concern for the people. Um, I think when our own culture changes around us, then the danger is that we become fearful and defensive and we feel... Lost in her own culture. I mean, we had a conversation last night. We, we you know, with our granddaughter, our thirteen-year-old granddaughter, just talking about some of the things she faces in middle school, and I, I just—it was completely mind-blowing, David. I mean, I just sort of think—I don't know—I have no idea how to advise her in this situation. I mean, sort of yeah, a shock. This is coming on, sort of like you know a yeah. quarter of a mile from where I live, you know, half a mile, and the things that she's facing and the questions she's asking. And I and I was thinking to myself, you know, it's really, for me, trying to minister to her in that situation to help her live Christ, which, thankfully, she has a desire to do. But it, it, it I've got to recall the lessons I learned going into Nigeria you know, and, and to yeah. try to try to understand and try to get on her wavelength, try to learn the language, understand the issues. Now, in a way, it's not not really primarily for me to do that. Thankfully, there are younger people, you know, who can embrace that challenge. Um, But even so, I mean, my wife and I do try. You know, we try and listen and understand and not jump to judgment. Mm -hmm. But I do think when we... You know, as a parent, is it's different being a grandparent because you're a little bit stepped back from it. But as a parent, you know, and then as a, as a friend, as a neighbor in your own culture, and I think. I do think I mean, we've been spending much more time in the UK again over the last five years since I, I handed over the leadership to Mutua and. um stepping back into the UK for the first time for many years and realizing the culture there has changed. and people are starting from a lot further back and I can't move. It's not so easy to move so quickly. But again, I think going into First Thessalonians is wonderful because you know Paul was in a situation where when you read uh, First Thessalonians, he was able to go in even though it's a very mixed, uh, pluralistic situation, he was able to go to the synagogues and begin with proclamation, with sharing the Bible, and then seeing who responded to that, and then following that with love and living among, example, and prayer. But his starting point was was with the Scriptures. But with our neighbours in New Malden, when we're back there over Christmas, you know, God's given us a good friendship with them, but our starting point is not is 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 not the same. We start with prayer. You know, we're praying, uh, trying to pray daily for our neighbours. We're we're trying to reach out to them in love to build a friendship of love where they, you know, and serving and and we're trying to. Um, you know, let them draw them into our lives. Let them see how we live. And, and one beautiful step forward this this time being back is that the, our neighbour on one side, the, the the wife, young mother, asked Chris to pray about something that was happening in one of her friends' life. Well, mm. you know, that's a wonderful indicator that something's happening. But I think we have we have. You know, and then we look for opportunities to sow the scriptures into that. But we need patience, the patience of the farmer, you know, to sow seed and see that seed germinate. So we, we, we gave books, little children's books for Christmas to the two, the, two, the, the, the two children next door. Well, we gave them a little Bible storybook. Actually, a book—books that have been written by a daughter of a friend of ours. So we were able to, you know, have a natural way to give, and praying that, yeah, okay, maybe Mum will read these books to the kids. That the seed of God's word begins to be sown into the situation. Mm-hmm. So I think being patient as people move further away from the gospel. Now, I don't know that that's so. I think the culture here is somewhat different. The, the spiritual environment here, I feel, is different. So I think maybe you can move a little faster here, but in, in that also recognize that we, have, we live in a more polarized society here than 20 years ago, I think. Yeah. So people may need not just to hear the gospel, but to experience the gospel mm-hmm. through our lives. As a, you know, as they hear it,
1: exactly. What I hear you saying is being praying for people and living a faithful life before them, as well as being alert to yeah. things that come up in their lives that maybe struggles and they ask yes. questions. Yes,
0: yes.
1: I think there's a,
0: you know, but I, I wouldn't pretend to be in. An expert on on how to you know how on, on the culture of rural Kansas and <laughs> to reach out to how to reach out to people in that context. But I, I I'm I, I think I believe that the scripture the principles of scripture that's the beauty of them that they they're transcultural they we understand them well and, and look to the Holy Spirit to guide us in the application of them. Yeah. You know, there I think that's where to go. Which is why it's a joy to do something like this uh, study in First Thessalonians. Yeah,
1: that's
0: great. And it'll just be exciting to um, to unpack the scriptures. And I love the idea that, okay, well, Mike Trinian may be the speaker physically in terms of his presence. But by God's grace, we can actually come together to learn from the Apostle Paul and from the Holy Spirit as we, uh, as we really look at the scriptures together, and and we come with that sort of perspective.
1: You know, Scripture is transcultural. There's a place for directly speaking into a cultural moment in specific ways. However, it's good also to pull back and just look at Scripture together with others and let the Holy Spirit speak to each of us in ways that only He can. Thank you so much for joining us today for these three podcasts with Mr. Mike Trenier. Join us next time as we learn more about making disciples naturally.
0: The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the Navigators nor of the Kansas community's ministry. Thank you for listening.